Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. I want to welcome you to the Equip podcast today brought to you by Arise Ministries. I'm Pam Keneally, co-founder, and we have with us today Tiffany Cooper. Her husband is a pastor at People's Church, and Tiffany is a wonderful woman of God. She's raising four children. She's a speaker. She's a writer for curriculum for child development. She is an expert in knowing how to um, work with children and being able to mold them in the home to be more like Christ. And I know you're going to want to hear from Tiffany today as we talk about a subject that is most interesting for all of us moms that are single moms, and that is consistency. What does that look like? Have you ever been a place that you've tried and tried and tried to be consistent, but it just didn't work out? Well, today we're going to get some helpful tips from Tiffany. We want to also ask you to visit our website and to find further information that might be interesting to you at ariseministries.net. So with that in mind, let's get started. Hi, Tiffany. I'm so glad to have you today. I am so happy to be with you. This is going to be a great, great podcast, and I'm so thrilled to have you join us today. You're in for a treat, and so let's just jump right in there, Tiffany, and we're going to talk about something that is so so important for single mothers, and yet it is so hard, and that is the power of consistency, being consistent in our parenting, and um, I know that you have learned through the years yourself the benefits of being consistent with your children. I know that you have practiced these principles we're about to talk with your kids, so, you know, Tiffany, let's just start out and talk about uh, why it's so important for single moms to be consistent in their parenting? Because they're the only one. Why is that so important? That may help. To, let's start with a why question. Absolutely. Um, I would say that when we are raising children, there are so many voices um, reaching for their attention. Um, their peers at school, media, um, stars, people they look up to. And those voices can be so strong. And so I feel that as a mother, it's so crucial that your voice is the loudest and most powerful voice in your child's life. And often that will happen through consistency. And consistency is actually much harder to do um, than just to go with the flow. Um, You have to actually plan for consistency. You have to invest work um, to create consistency in your family. Um, But it's so vital that your children um, are hearing from you more than they're hearing from the other voices. Right. So you're saying the first step is you have to create a plan. You have to You have to be aware that you don't have a plan in place. So how can you do it and have the power of authority in your home if you don't know your plan yourself? So is that what you're saying? The first thing is to create a plan. Now, what might that plan look like for her? So what's the first step? Okay, so what do I do? Okay, I need to be consistent. Now what do I do? What would you say? Absolutely. So what you really need to do is you need to take time to decide. When I look at the... the, um, plan for my family at the end goal. What do I want the result to be? And then you need to take steps um, to begin to do things that would allow that to happen or to stop things that maybe would hinder that from happening. So an example, um, perhaps you feel like you don't have good communication with your children, but your desire and goal for your family is that you would have open communication, that you would go to each other um, in the good times and the bad. And so you may say, okay, right now in my family, 
Um, we are spending way too much time doing other things apart from each other than we are doing together. And it's hard to develop a relationship with somebody if you're not spending time with them. Um, one of the things that I had to start doing with my children is I found that my kids were watching so much television and like the same show over and over. Like <laughs> I would be like, how many times have you seen this episode? And you know, they might say, oh, we've seen it like four times. I've been memorized. I dream yes, about it. <laughs> yes. I'm like, well, we are wasting time yeah. that we could be actually, even if it's just 15 minutes, um, but like actually sitting across from one another and talking about our day, I would say one of the things that has helped us is to um, create built-in questions. And you know, my kids, they know it's coming, they love it. Um, so, and this just could take 15 minutes a day, but you're asking, what was the high point of your day? Um, and then what was the low point? And in both of those questions, you're discovering so much about their life, um, about their challenges, about their passions. Um, so I would just say, if you are wanting um, better communication with your children, that you decide what are some of the things that we may need to eliminate from our current schedule that maybe are taking up that time, and then what are things that we can start doing to start building that communication in our family. So that's just one example. Right, and you know what? I want to encourage you because if, if they've had the rule of the house, they've ruled the household, uh, there's going to be pushback when you start to um, create some some consistent rules are going to go, well, who's this mom? I like the old one better, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, don't don't be threatened by that pushback. You need to, first of all, moving into it, Tiffany, would you agree there has to be a, an agreement between them and the Lord that with Jesus as your husband, y'all are moving in this together mm -hmm. and that he will enable you to, to set down what consistent rules you're going to start with mm -hmm. and he will enable you to move in that direction. Absolutely. And I, I honestly feel like sometimes we forget to speak openly and honestly with our children about our desire. So I would just encourage mothers um, to just go to your children and say, I so care about you, and I so love you, and I truly want for us to have a good relationship. Um, can we together um, just take some small steps and make some changes together? I think oftentimes if you bring your children into the discussion, um, it makes them feel like they're more a part of it. It gives them more responsibility to do their part. Um, and again, as you say, there could be pushback, but I think that um, we can't discount the power of sharing openly with our children that the reason I'm doing this is because I deeply love you and I want to spend time with you. Exactly, and you need to remember as well, or, or I'm thinking back when I was a single mom, um, oh, there were so many places that needed to be consistent and I was just trying mm -hmm. to hold it together myself I mean you're just trying to be consistent for them and you're falling apart inside yes. you know but just don't be overwhelmed choose one thing that you're going to change instead of Absolutely. trying to change all 99 of them just go one at a time you're going to start with whatever you choose the bedtime going to bed or or the morning routine you're going to choose one at a time and then build on that. Absolutely. Just one at yes. a time. And it's compounding. So, you know, if you do one and it takes you six months to kind of make that feel normal, and then maybe you add another, and, you know, within a couple of years, you've made strides. Yes. Tiffany, I have a single mom listening today that goes, well, I... Um, I'm just so I'm, I'm just so overwhelmed, and I'm just I'm tired when I come home. I'm I'm tired. It's more work to be consistent than just let them have their way. I give me a break. Talk to the mom that 
is feeling that way because I so understand that. What would you What would you tell her? I'm just too tired. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say it goes back in a way to what we just mentioned of don't biting off more than you can chew and knowing that you're not going to get it right every time. Give yourself grace um, because there are days when it's just hard. Um, and so I would encourage um, the moms out there, when you're coming home, you feel like you have nothing left. Um, you might need to lock yourself away in your room for just like 10 or 15 minutes if you can. 10 or 15 minutes, <laughs> I think in 10 or 15 days. Oh, well. She said minutes. <laughs> oh, but, um, but I, you know, and I would just... Um, trust in the Lord. I love what it says in Galatians of don't grow weary in doing good for in time you will reap and harvest. And, you know, I would um, focus more on the long term versus just now. What am I feeling now? Oftentimes um, we get into a dangerous cycle if we let our emotions and our feelings make our decisions. Um, because we're half the time we're not going to feel like doing it. We're going to be mm -hmm. tired. But I just encourage you um, to give more power to the ability to make the choice and follow through um, versus your emotions. Um, and maybe it's saying, I'm going to start with five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm just starting with five minutes. And then, you know, and, and then maybe you have one night a week where you're like, you know what? Let's, we have an hour. We're going to just focus. We're going to have dinner together. We're going to talk. But it's just taking the steps that you can. It's always the next step and then the next step and then the next step. Um, otherwise, we're all going to become discouraged. It's too much to like try to take it all on it at is. one time. And I love what you said that you have to create. First of all, we said first of all, you create a plan. You've got to decide what that is. And then you need to be consistent with it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, rules are a guideline for power. And so there's no power to, to create that sense of authority in your home if there's not a structure that they see you uh, uh, operating within that authority. And it comes through rules. Through rules. But, you know, I, I want to tell you, I understand, Mom, if you're listening and thinking you just can't do it. I, I remember as a single mom coming home and I was so exhausted. And, and I didn't realize at the time that I wasn't being consistent. But I have videos now, mm -hmm. and I've looked back at some of my videos when my children were younger. Oh, my word. I am shocked that I let one of them act like that. I'm shocked that I let them. They were not any, they weren't obeying me. They were just being a little bit maybe disrespectful as, younger, as young children. And I sort of remember at the time, but to be honest, Tiffany, I didn't care because I, I couldn't deal with the crying. I exactly. couldn't deal with that. If I do this, there's going to be more trauma in this household, and I just can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. So I look back at videos now that I should have stepped in there and done what you're saying, and I wish I would have. But it just happens. Yes, and honestly, there are. There's those, there are those moments where either because you're in a public setting and you just want to like get it over as quickly as possible, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. you're at home and you're, you had hardly any sleep, you're working, you're trying to keep up the household duties, you have bills to pay and pressures um, that are, you know, the mental weight of it, that it's totally understandable. Um, and that's where we need the power of the Lord so much, um, to lean on Him, to be able to not let our emotions lead our decisions. Absolutely, and that's hard, but you can do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can do it because the Lord is in you and with you and is your husband and your partner and your mm -hmm. companion. You know, I love the, uh, the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. But the word for shepherd, the real word for shepherd, if you look it up, is friend. And companion, so you you have the friend and the companion to lead you through this. So we just want to 
yes. want to encourage you with that. So let's talk about um, um, how to, or five areas maybe that you can begin to work in this consistent areas. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's talk about some ways that you can do things with your children that might create a, an atmosphere of consistency. Do you have any mm-hmm. of those areas in mind? You know, I would say that even in the moment, there were seasons when um, I wasn't doing so well, but I knew that I did not want my kids to feel that in our home. And so I think that one of the things that we can do as mothers is do our best to create a um, loving home environment, an environment that feels safe to them. Um, And so for me, even in those times, when um, I didn't necessarily feel like laughing, I tried to make sure that we laughed every day. And if it was at bedtime and I was tickling them, or if we something funny happened, um, but just to find times um, to create an environment for your kids that they want to come home to. Um, and so um, I would encourage that. We talked about, um, you know, another area that we kind of already touched on was disciplining, even when you're just exhausted, mm-hmm. but consistently redirecting mm-hmm. behavior. So um, for me, I knew that I would never want for my children to treat somebody else poorly or unkind. And so I was not going to allow that among siblings. And that was exhausting. I mean, there were days that I felt like all I did was redirect behavior mm-hmm. and you apologize to you. And, and the tiring part is in the follow-up of like, this is why we don't. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it's more work on the front end to be consistent. But That's the good, fruit of that... That is very wise. Yes. But the fruit of consistency is mm-hmm. that now... Um, I see the fruit of this in my children's lives, and there's much less redirection and discipline um, due to poor behavior or disobeying uh, obeying authority. Um, so uh, that was one thing. Um, also, I tried to be intentional about speaking words of life and purpose over my children, um, saying that, you know, you are so good at this, um, you know, or if I saw a behavior that I liked, um, I saw how you were so kind to your brother and thank you for doing that. You know, just like speaking positivity over the things um, that were positive fruit in their life. And, um, one of the most important, I think, is taking every, being consistent to take every small opportunity um, to point your children to God. So maybe you're just driving in the car and they're talking about something that happened at school and you can talk about that and say, well, what do you feel like, um, you know, is somebody who wants to represent Christ? Do you feel like that was a good behavior? How could you switch that? You know, just taking little opportunities um, to point them to Christ and have them think about the work of the Lord in their own life. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, you mentioned about initially the unwanted behavior. Yes. Uh, because, hello, we're mothers. Yes. Mothers, I, maybe if we looked in the dictionary beside mothers, it'd be unwanted behavior occasionally or something like that. Oh. Maybe that would be in there. <laughs> but, um, but, but considering that, you know, how to deal with that, there's times that you just need to... Uh, 
before you address the issue that you need yourself to give yourself some grace and some time out and go be yes. with us. I'm going to deal with that behavior in just a moment, yep. but I'll be back in five minutes. And feel free to go and, mm-hmm. pull, when you say that, pull yourself together Absolutely. and just, like you said, get it all yes. in check. You're going to handle it. Maybe not yes. this very second, but, Absolutely. You know, that, but we are going to take care of that. And I would add, um, Pam, that something that um, the Lord helped me to see in my own life was that I would get so frustrated, particularly with one of my children, for it would just behavior that was so frustrating to me, and I couldn't put my hand on it, you know, like get my mind around it. And I realized that um, it was because of my behavior. So there are times that our children are responding to our own chaos Mm -hmm. and um, are like the moments when I'm frazzled or, you know, when I'm not speaking in a calm tone Mm -hmm. to deal with it. Um, And so I started to discover that every time I started seeing more bickering that I kind of paused, like you're saying, and not only did I give myself time, but I examined my own behaviors. What have I been doing that might have created a feeling of um, chaos or um, tension. And so often, I obviously had to deal with their behavior, but when I made the shift in my own life and what I was projecting in our home atmosphere, that often changed a lot of that. Yes, and what might help you a lot in that is that when, when that moment comes and you need to stop and reshift or take some time out, you need to have, which is helpful for you, and it was helpful for me to have a go-to verse, a go-to mm-hmm. verse that really speaks your heart, that to quieten your heart and say, Lord, I am a raging person right now, and mm-hmm. I could just let it rip, and this hat roof would come right off. <laughs> but I need, I need your, I need your, your discipline over me in this situation, and it always happens that when we quote scripture. And we really and breathe it in, take it into our system, and let the Spirit do His work in us through those verses that have power. Then, wouldn't you say then we're able to do normally? Yes. I mean, it's impossible to do what we could do without that. So, have you experienced Abs- that as well? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in addition, I would say, Pam, that it has allowed me to use that um, as a tool for my children to then. Um, in those moments, there are times, and obviously you have to use wisdom as a parent on what your kids can handle, but um, there are times that I can talk to my kids and I apologize and I say, I am so sorry. Um, I Our attitude is a choice and I was wrong in the attitude that I chose and um, I've prayed, the Lord is helping me. Um, and it's a, and often those times, it almost um, brings uh, more connection to us because it allows them to realize we're not perfect. We're, we're all going to make mistakes. Um, we're not always going to choose the right attitude, even though that's the goal, but that we can say we're sorry and we can forgive one another and we can move forward. Yes, and it's fun as well to make it fun. I said mm-hmm. it's fun to make it fun. Um, what my children remember most if they were here right now and you asked them what they remembered about me as a single mother, they'd say, well, we just had fun all the time. Well, they didn't realize that I was crying behind all that yeah. fun, but but I tried to make it fun and shield them from knowing things that they didn't need to know. Not that I did anything yes. perfectly, because trust me, I did not. Yes. But one thing that's helpful is, you know, think of fun, creative ways to make consistency a fun thing. Like yes. make a poster and like, you five, what five things do we want to be consistent in this week? And we're going to check it off every night before we go to bed and get a star and at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. We'll get a, you know, we'll, we'll go to the Dollar Tree, you know, for every star of consistency or, or begin, just think of ways to make it fun. And then, then you can even make a contract with them and it can start to build it. What it actually does is it begins to make them feel like they belong in the family. That yes. there is a sense of belonging. There's not a loss there. That there's not a dad there. But there is a sense of belonging and purpose. Because y'all are a member of this contract together. Yes, we are a it's team. A, we're a team. We are in this together. Yes. And mm -hmm. Tiffany, I just want you to share with them that yes, you know, you think, oh, well, I could have a team if I didn't have a husband at home. But, but teamwork, family, can look a lot of different ways. Absolutely. It doesn't have to look the way the world always says it does with the perfect husband and and all the things that fall in line underneath that. Right. I always thought it was that and the house, right. four children and the house with the white picket fence and four dogs and so forth, which is funny because I'm not even a dog person, but somehow dogs <laughs> got in that picture. I had to have dogs oh. to be happy, but anyway, that's another story. So just talk to the mom a little bit about that God is enough and she has everything she needs to do this. Absolutely. God is absolutely enough. Um, he is our source for every need, um, whether it's um, an emotional need that we're carrying, a physical need, spiritual. Um, and He has a wonderful way of providing what you need in ways that you would not even expect or how you would even write out um, the story. And so um, I would encourage you that as you go to the Lord, um, it starts with you consistently seeking the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he knows you and He wants you to have relationship, close, deep, intimate relationship with Him. Um, when you're driving in the car, just talk to the Lord. When you're so weary and you're falling on your pillow at night and you're exhausted and you don't even know how you're going to get through tomorrow, um, to just be so real with the Lord and just seek Him to fill you, to continually fill you. It's, it is hard for anybody, regardless of who you are, to live day after day if you're empty, if your cup is empty and you've not been refilled by the Lord. And so I just encourage you. And I, in addition, um, I encourage you to allow um, God's church to be a support for you. Um, you know, there's so many um, incredible resources um, that you can gain from being a part of a church family um, or perhaps um, a community support group or, you know, things like that. But Pam, you're absolutely right that um, it all starts and is rooted in our relationship with the Lord and allowing Him to do a work in our hearts um, and fill us up. Yes, and I want to uh, remind you as well that your identity, your identity, and what that means is the way you see yourself, the way you see the person that you are, your core purpose, your, your core being is not your children. Your identity is not wrapped up in your children's behavior because if it is, you are in trouble, and I am in trouble because we can parent the best we can as single moms, and and we can do the best we can. Have them read the Bible, have them memorize Scripture, have them in a Christian school, and then they still don't choose mm -hmm. what you taught them. They have the power of choice, but the advantage in doing it the way Tiffany's talking about is you can look back and say, "I did it. I have no regret. At that time, I did the best I could," and. They have choices, and Lord, we will deal with these choices. Absolutely. 
So no, I, I would you know. second that completely. Oh my goodness. Yes. So Tiffany, talk to the mom out there who is thinking, um, I've tried this consistency thing with going to bed early or tried this consistency thing with reading the Bible every morning or whatever you choose to start with and we just can't get there and I messed up. I am a failure at this. I messed up. I, I just, I make a goal and then I break it. I make a goal and break it. Talk to the woman who feels like she's a failure. Yes. Um, <laughs> I would say, I would and, say. And by the way, I'm listening. Mm -hmm, I'm listening. Okay. Yes. No, I would say this. I would say, first of all, you can't let a couple failures um, stop you from taking a next step. So, you know, oftentimes we know that um, to do our job well, it's going to take a plan, a lot of work. We're going to have to know what we're doing. Um, if we're going to do good in school, if we're in education, um, we know that we're going to have to work hard, even um, for being healthy physically. Like it is so much work to choose to eat the right things or to exercise. Um, and the people, for instance, let's say you're wanting um, to get um, healthy physically. Well, if you stop five times in because you felt like you didn't do a good job, you're not going to reach your end goal. And so I would just encourage you that um, you might fail and feel like you're failing at it like night after night, but maybe it's good to just take a step back and look at, okay, what is hindering this from happening? What are the challenges um, that are making this feel difficult? And can I remove any of those challenges? Um, so perhaps I can speak for my own children. Um, for us, that meant, okay, we are after seven o'clock, there is no TV, there is no technology, um, you are making sure you're prepared for the next day, that you have everything you need. Um, and of course, it's not like they liked this decision, um, but it has helped us so much to get them back into the bedtime routine on time because we were going like 30 minutes or an hour past the time that I wanted them to be in bed. Um, and so I just had to think about what is the obstacle that is preventing this from happening? And it was TV. Um, and so we had to adjust that. So um, I would just say, think about what is the obstacle? What is the challenge? What can I remove? And then what could I enable to help that to happen? Um, and you may have to, every good plan has revision. Um, there is no plan that is created and just is forever a final plan. There are adjustments, um, even in season of life, as your kids maybe are in different stages with age or activities or responsibilities, um, you will have to make adjustments. But I would not let yourself um, get too discouraged if um, you're having a hard time initially um, with making consistency a part of perhaps your bedtime routine or maybe it's a morning routine. Um, but I would just take time to step back and think about maybe the shifts that you can make to bring more success to that. Yes, and as we get back down to the meaning of consistency, um, it is not only important that you model that and that you're teaching your children that, but but you want them as they move on in their life, in their job, and whatever, whatever they're doing and whatever they get their heart to, to be consistent, know what that looks like to overcome obstacles. So you're doing it beyond the here and now. Absolutely. Just like you said, you're looking at the goal on down the road for them. Yes. And that begins with that. Tiffany, uh, 
share with them the power of an accountability partner because um, what do you think that would be like for them? For, 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 us, for a mom, mm -hmm. if, if she's like, I, I just, I'm going to try this. I just, um, I need to talk to somebody about yes. it. And so uh, what would a an accountability, uh, a church accountability partner, a female accountability mm -hmm. partner, uh, what would that look like? Yes. So I would say who is in your circle that when you think about the person that I can share just the raw stuff with, who, who would that be? Um, and I would um, then reach out to that friend and I would say, um, I would love to approach you because I am seeking accountability in this area of my life. Um, talk to them about that, lay it out. And I would actually um, give that person the permission um, to hold me accountable by checking in, asking the real questions. Um, is this happening? Why is this not happening? Um, again, kind of like we talked about the plan, um, like let's think together, how can we think of something? You know, a lot of times friends bring another perspective mm -hmm. or um, advice that, they, that you've never thought of. Um, but there is so much power in accountability and not only power, but that feeling of support and just having that encouragement. So after a long day of work, when you come home and you're like, I do not feel like even talking to my kids right now, or you know, I just don't have the energy to get this bedtime routine going. Uh, maybe that's like you just, just shoot your friend a text real quick, like, girl, you gotta pray for me. Yes. Like I am struggling right now. Mm -hmm. And just having that person that you feel like um, knows your heart and knows your struggles, that can be such a source of strength. I love that. And also remember that when you do it well, you can reward yourself. Just mm -hmm. remember to use positive self-talk to yourself. I think we talk to ourselves too negatively way too much yes. when you feel like you're not enough, but you need to say, you did it. Yes. You, you talk to yourself. You did it, girlfriend. You pat yourself mm -hmm. on the back and said, you did it. Thank you, Lord. You did it. We did it. So we can address another day and move forward in, into our next little plan for Absolutely. consistency. Tiffany, we have a few more minutes. Is there anything else on your heart that you think, oh, well, just one more thing I want to add or just one more thing in the area of consistency that you might want to, to, uh, to visit with them about? Anything come to mind in particular? You know, I would just, um, more than anything, I just want every mom to know um, that you are called to motherhood. And, be, you know, a calling doesn't mean it's easy. Oftentimes, um, when you have a calling, there are challenges and there are so many unknowns. But I just encourage you that you are called by God and that He has given your children to you. And you have with him everything you need to raise your children and to love them and to equip them for life. And um, I just want you to know that um, you're going to have times when you feel like you're not doing a good job. You might even feel like you're failing. Um, but don't stay down too long. I encourage you to get back up. Um, maybe it's your accountability a partner pulling you back up. But take another step. Um, this journey of motherhood is um, a consistent process of growing and consistent process of learning. And so I would just encourage you to 
um, take on this challenge of the power of consistency um, because if your kids are going to experience consistency, it must first begin with you. Um, but more than anything, you are called by God and you are equipped for this. Tiffany, thank you so much. It's been such a great time visiting with you. Thank you for your words of wisdom. And we shall take all those in. And uh, Lord willing, he can empower us to do every single one of them. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.